the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. It was tough, but we got one done. <laughs> the staff spent a lot of time researching and debating lots of worthy candidates, but we have a winner. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, what made it really tough is we didn't want to make it too easy for ourselves and, you know, go with a slam-dunk obvious choice. But in the end, we had to go with the big guy, and here he is with Peter Ducey. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Yeah, he uh, went on from there to do a really bad job of reading a prepared statement that his staff, or maybe his wife, gave him. That's the President of the United States actually tried to defend putting classified documents in his garage because it was safe enough for his Corvette. Now, you wonder if any of them got wet when he was washing it. And this is the guy who said he couldn't believe how irresponsible Donald Trump was for having classified documents locked in a room in a really big house that was guarded by the Secret Service and didn't even have a Corvette in the garage. So it was rough because Joe Biden made it so easy for him to become the AM 1250, the answer, jerk of the week. Yeah, we come back. The Republicans surprised everybody by saying one of their objectives is to eliminate the federal income tax and the IRS. We'll talk to a big-time CPA from Fairtax.org. He'll tell you how it can get done. And then in our second half hour, we're going to talk to one of the top cardiologists in the country about what the media don't seem to want to talk about. And, uh, you know, did that hit uh, DeMar Hamlin took on Monday Night Football have anything to do with his heart stopping? And if it didn't, what caused it to stop? Stick around. Word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to PureTalk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. 
Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising healthcare costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement this little known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40 percent for your free copy of guarantee your retirement by josh melberg call now call 800-337-8051 that's 800-337-8051 800-337-8051 the john steigerwall show am 1250 the answer now, you may have been surprised to hear Kevin McCarthy say a few days ago that one of the Republicans' goals now that they are in control of the House is to eliminate the IRS and the federal income tax. That may sound a little crazy to you, but not to Jade Wally. He's a CPA partner in one of the top accounting firms in the U.S., and he's on the board of directors at fairtax.org. He joins us now. Jade, thanks for coming on the show. You bet, John. Glad to be here. So were you surprised... Uh, and should we believe that the Republicans are serious about this? Um, I, I was a little surprised. It was a pleasant surprise because anytime we can get the fair tax in the national spotlight, it's a, it's a great day because the more people know about it, uh, the more people support it. And I always tell people, 29 out of 30 people I talk to about the fair tax, the, the response is, why aren't we doing this already? So I was surprised. Uh, time will tell if the Republicans and, and really everyone is serious about it or not. Yeah, I, I like, I, I've been... Uh, liking the idea of a fair tax and eliminating the income tax for a long time. But when you're gauging people's approval of it, do you have to kind of sift through, well, who's not in favor of getting rid of the income tax? Yeah, I'll take that. Just get rid of it without thinking about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and when anyone really tries to, to challenge the notion of the fair tax, and I'm happy to go through the details, the question we really should ask is, what is it about the 75,000 pages of IRS tax code, legislation, court rulings, and uh, interpretations that we love? The, the filling out of the tax forms, all the publications that instruct us how to figure out this monstrosity of a tax code that, oh, by the way, when you call the IRS, they can't even help you because they don't know it. What, what about this do we like? The, the intrusions into our freedom? all the bank account and income and personal family information, medical information, investments. Do we like all that just being at the government's fingertips? Are we going to fight to protect that as opposed to a, a national uh, sales tax for you know on new goods that we purchase at the retail register that, that's transparent, simple, free, or, or visible, and efficient? It's, it's a no-brainer. 
So can, can you give us the, the Cliff Notes version of how it would work? I mean, we don't, we don't have all day, but I know it's, it's not that simple, but this is, your, uh, this is your, your passion, so you can do it. Yeah, you bet, you bet. We'll, we'll limit it to a few minutes. I've got a two-hour version and a two-minute version, so we'll get the two minutes. All right, good. So <laughs> the fair tax, all the IRS and income tax is eliminated, so no corporate income tax, a.k.a. we're the tax haven of the world. No individual income tax, no estate or death tax, no gift tax. All that goes away. No more tax returns. No more IRS. $12 billion a year budget and, and more with the IRA, right? What the fair tax brings in is a simple national sales tax that it's a revenue neutral, brings in the same 3.5 or $4 trillion, whatever we bring in every year to the Treasury, that our income and payroll tax does. Now, we have to, we have to bring in the payroll, the FICA tax, because that brings in 40% of our nation's treasury receipts, and it's the most regressive, that's hurtful to the working poor, the most regressive tax of all, and it's nearly half of our treasury's receipts. That all goes away. You keep your whole paycheck with the fair tax. And here's something that took me a little bit of time to to twist my head around. The embedded taxes of the income and payroll tax fall out of the cost of everything we buy. And And I'll just explain for a brief second. Think about the payroll matching tax that your employer has to match that 7.65 FICA. They have to match just for employing you. That's a cost of doing business. Just and, like and excuse, me, excuse me, uh, uh, Jay, but that's for Social Security, Medicare, right? That's right. The yeah. fair tax is a single national sales tax rate that takes care of that. It funds Social Security and Medicare, no difference. It's just that payroll tax that funds Social Security and Medicare. It comes out of workers' paycheck, your W-2. That goes away. And now employers, so if you think about all their costs, the income and payroll tax matching and all of that, that falls out of the cost of everything we buy. So with the fair tax, keep your whole paycheck. The cost of everything goes down by 15 to 25% as long as markets are efficient or semi-efficient because it's just another cost of doing business that falls out. And um, we get what's called the prebate with the fair tax because you might say an, an, an intelligent listener would say, wait a minute sales tax, that's regressive and hurtful to the poor. Usually it would be, but the fair tax refunds at the beginning of every month, direct deposit into your account, the the fair tax you pay on the basic necessities of life, and that's calculated by the DHHS poverty level based on your family size. So you're not paying a dime if you're at the poverty level. You you get a check from the government for the first... X number of dollars that you would have paid sales tax on? That's exactly right. We call it the prebate, technically called the family consumption allowance, but it untaxes, kind of like similar to the current standard deduction, if you will. But but if I'm only making, I don't know what the number would be, uh, if, what, where, the, where the line would be drawn, but if I'm only making $25,000 a year, does that mean that the first $25,000, I get, how much, do, what's my check? What, what, what's, what's my check that I okay. get from the government? What's my prebate? Yep. So it's actually right here on our, on our little card. So um, and based on the 22 table, it depends on your family size. So if you're an adult, let's say you're a family of four, no matter what you make, because, again, income is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. That's your own business. It's what you spend. But no matter what you make or spend, your family of four, and I'm just looking here, you would have got an annual consumption allowance of 36620 uh, sorry, that's the that's the poverty level, and your prebate would be eight thousand four hundred and twenty-three. So seven hundred and two dollars a month for a family of four. That's your check. And and that's that's regardless of income, if uh, based on a family of four. So if I'm making three hundred thousand dollars a year, I still get that check because that makes it that's, equal for, to everybody. That's right. You could be the richest Rockefeller or the poorest working poor. You're getting that because it untaxes everyone. Because with the fair tax, we believe taxes should be fair. No one pays taxes on the basic necessities of life. And, and John, I'll tell you, this is what's cool. If, if you start to say, well, let's not pay the fair tax on prescription drugs or food, then we invite the lobbyists in. Well, what is food? Is gray poupon mustard not food because that's too luxurious versus French's mustard is food? No, no, no. We let the, the people, the citizen, decide what your basic necessities are. Based on the Department of Health and Human Services poverty level, you get your prebate based on that. What's the sales tax? What's the number? What percent? So to be revenue neutral, it's a 23% inclusive rate on only new goods and services. 
And I'll say new because that's important because some of our largest lifetime expenditures, like used pre-owned homes, 90% of home sales are, are, are pre-owned homes or, or automobiles, you can legally avoid the fair tax on some of your larger lifetime expenditures. So if I buy a, if I buy a, a non-new home, any kind of a used home, and it's a $200,000 house, I don't pay any sales tax on that? That's correct. It's used. The fair tax is taxed once and only once on new goods and services. Same with a car. It's because we, we pay here in, in uh, Pennsylvania, depending on which county you live in, 6 or 7% sales tax. So, um, there, what, that, And that's a state or county tax. Does the federal tax get put on top of that? Yep, this is a federal program only. It's irrespective of whatever you're doing at the at the local level, okay. the local, state, county level. So this is just replacing the federal income and payroll tax, estate tax, death tax, gift tax, all that. Well, what's your answer for people who say this is a ridiculous idea because it would be impossible to fund government programs without an income tax? Uh, again, this is revenue neutral. I would say that that's hogwash because this is revenue neutral. We bring in $3.5 trillion the fair tax does the same. And, and if I might, John, what we currently have in illegal tax evasion with uh, the income and payroll tax, it's about a trillion a year admitted by the IRS commissioner in the hearing last year. A trillion. It's enough to balance the whole budget. Guess what the studies show with the fair tax? $50 billion a year evasion. Because as long as there's humanity involved, they'll be cheating, right? Mm-hmm. Human nature. But just the mechanism, the tax base, you can't go into Home Depot, Walmart, or Amazon.com and say, I'm not paying the sales tax. Good luck. So with the fair tax, we get 95% illegal tax evasion reduction, that tax gap that the law says we should collect but don't. That virtually melts away, and that's going to be huge. So, I, And I don't even think that's incorporated into our estimates. So you're going to have this, what we call a good problem, of way, way more uh, treasury receipts. Now, do we trust the people in Washington to pay down the debt or just go spend more? That's a separate debate, but we're going to be bringing in quite a bit more because the evasion is so much less with the sales tax. Yeah, you, I was going to talk to you about that in a few minutes, but as long as you, you touched on it already, uh, you did a long study on this at uh, fairtax.org about the tax evasion part of it. And again, a 95% less evasion by the American taxpayer if they're doing it for paying a, a sales tax. And really, I mean, I, I don't need to do a long study on it. It seems like it just kind of makes sense. You can't, if, if you go into a store and you buy a, a, uh, a something at, at Home Depot, you buy a, sho- a snow shovel and it costs $10, you're going to pay $2.30 in tax. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're not getting right. out of that. You can't. How are you going to cheat on that? Yeah, yeah. Good Good luck telling the clerk you're not paying it. I can just see the Walmart clerk's eyes glaze over now. Uh, uh, what? No, but there will always be an attempt, right? Water finds that little crack in the floor uh, with, with gravity. That's welcome to the, de- the depravity of the human condition. But it's the lawn guy. Hey, pay me in cash, and I won't charge you the, the right. air tax on my lawn service. But that's fringe stuff. We're talking... $50 billion versus a trillion. It's, it's night and day. And I'll tell you the other reason. Think about it now. We have 200 to 300 million tax collectors in the U.S. John's a tax collector. Jade Wally's a tax collector. And your spouse, the small businesses. We all do the tax returns on our honor, right? We're tax collectors. And we don't get paid for being a tax collector, by the way. With the fair tax, we found in the studies about mm, a couple hundred businesses account for like over 90% of retail sales in the U.S. Think the big box stores. Mm-hmm. And so just the sheer magnitude of, of having, uh, you know, a few thousand collectors bringing in the majority of the receipts versus 200 million, you know, in golf, we use the term, take the hazard out of play. The fair tax takes the hazard out of play when it comes to tax collections and opportunity to cheat. And we all know fraud and accounting and auditing. There's three things that have to be present when fraud occurs, and let's call it illegal tax evasion fraud. You have to have incentives or pressures, okay? You've got to, you've got to have opportunity and, um, um, oh, oh, and uh, well, I, I'm forgetting the third leg of the stool here, but, but the bottom line is if you chop out the opportunity, you can't. If you, if you want to steal cash out of the cash register, but the door's locked, the drawer's locked, you can't steal. That's what the fair tax does. We're talking to Jade Wally. He's uh, a uh, on the board of directors at fairtax.org. 
quickly though, uh, how long has Fairtax uh, been been around? The organization. Yeah, you bet. So it's it, the organization's AFFT, Americans for Fair Taxation, the grassroots organization that that came up with the Fair Tax, and it was first introduced into the into the House HR twenty five in nineteen ninety nine. So this is a red letter day that it's actually going to get out of the House Ways and Means Committee onto the floor for a vote. Yeah, I want to run something by you because you mentioned that uh, there's a lot. There, there, there might be the potential for a lot of under the table stuff being done. Um, would labor be taxed? In other words, if I have a plumber come over, and uh, aside from the material that that I'm buying from him, if he's getting forty dollars an hour, am I paying tax on his forty dollars? Um, so it, it depends, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you the answer. So most businesses are actually not retail businesses. They sell their goods or their services, their widgets or their services to other uh, companies. So no fair tax there. Now, if the plumber's coming over to John's house and you're the end retail consumer, yes, he would he would include the fair tax in his uh, bill to you. Because here's what happened. I, I have a pro- we have property. The family has property up in Canada. We got a little bit of damage during the big storm they had up there on Lake Erie, and I had to call the plumber. And the bill was, uh, I forget what the exact bill was, but there's they have a 13 percent sales tax on just about everything up there. That's how they get their free health care. So there was yep. tax on the labor. Yep. And, and there's a ton of under-the-table stuff going on up there because of that. Yep. That's, that's kind of my, like my lawn example. That's where the fringe, the fringe cheating will come in. And, but we have to think, uh, with sales tax, in many states they actually go after certain, certain labor on sales tax, not all, and they've got algorithms to, to kind of find out the size of your business versus what you're reporting. And if it's out of whack, they'll, they'll come after you, like, like they'll do with the sales, uh, with the fair tax. But you're right, that's you know, the, the doctor's visit or the plumber, that's a service. It's, it's a, a fair tax is once and only once on new goods or services. And it's really necessary because the service sector, like relative to the 1940s, has become such a larger part of the total GDP as opposed to widgets and goods. Um, you know, we think about our modern day life, a lot of what we go out and purchase and consume, the, the dance lessons for our daughter, you know, the, yeah. the, the, doc, the doctor's appointment, so much of what we consume is services. Yeah, and uh, you know the the federal government that uh, Joe Biden wanted to hire eighty six thousand more IRS agents. Uh, the the cost of auditing everything, even with the possibility of cheating on the sales tax, I'm guessing even to 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 chase the cheaters would be a lot cheaper than it is now. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because like like we said, the tax base almost doubles. Because, oh, by the way, we've got, what, 20, 30, 40 million people in the U.S. illegally, right? Do they fill, fill out federal income tax returns? No. The, the burden falls on John and, and Jade. And neither do the drug dealers. Yeah, criminal underground, prostitutes, uh, gangbangers, drug dealers, just people in the, in the U.S. illegally. They consume at Walmart and, and Amazon, right? They yeah. finally pay their full federal burden with the fair tax that lowers the burden on you and I. So and that's if, a great, great point. And if I'm making $100,000 a year or $100,000 a month selling drugs, and I like to buy cars and boats and planes, uh, yep. that's great. I go out and I buy a, a $100,000 car, i got to pay 23%. But if I, if I don't pay anything on the $100,000 income that I got from selling drugs. Exactly, exactly. And, oh, by the way, if you're here illegally, no prebates. You're paying a much higher effective ah. rate because they're not getting a prebate. It encourages elegantly, I might say, legal immigration. And with a 0% corporate tax rate, we are and will be the tax haven of the world. We're going to need more legal immigration to, to do all the work that we're going to ha- have here with a booming economy. Uh, Mike Huckabee ran for president, and he was taken seriously. And that he was the only guy who had this in his platform. He wanted this. And I can remember uh, it was 2016, I guess, and maybe he might have done it in 12, too. But he was never even asked about it. Nobody took it seriously. Yeah. He, he ran in 08 and in 16. I think he took 12 off. And fair tax was, was a major part of his platform. I only have about 30 seconds here. Um, we're talking to Jade Wally. He's, with the, he's on the board of directors at fairtax.org. Real quick. 
would this require a constitutional amendment? Uh, the act will not, but the sunset clause, the very last paragraph of this act, says that within seven years we do need to repeal the, the 16th Amendment that passed in 1913 that allowed the income tax. That must be repealed in seven years because we don't want both. We no. don't want an income tax and the sales tax. It must be repealed, and if it's not, fair tax goes away and you can have the income tax back. Okay, you can't, you can't trust the government on that one. <laughs> hey, That's why we put it in there. All right. Yep. Thanks, Jade. Uh, good luck with that. I've been rooting for you for a long time. Hope you have some success with this. We'll talk again. You bet. Call your congressman on it. Yep, yep. Jade Wally of uh, Fairtax.org. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Rescuers racing to find survivors in the aftermath of a massive tornado-spawning storm system that barreled across parts of Georgia and Alabama on Thursday, killing at least nine people. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the U.S. is projected to reach its roughly $31.4 trillion borrowing limit in less than a week. An estimate from the Peter G. Peterson Foundation shows the nation's debt ceiling above $31 trillion and within striking range of the limit set more than a year ago. Yellen shared the estimate in a letter to Speaker Kevin McCarthy Friday. She also warned the department would soon have to begin taking extraordinary measures to stave off a default to buy time for Congress to find a bipartisan solution. McCarthy has pressed for any action to address the debt ceiling to be tied to spending cuts sought by Republicans. However, proposals for significant cuts are likely to find trouble in the Senate, where Democrats still hold control. Bernie Bennett in Washington. This is SRN News. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Dr. Sebastian Gorka isn't sweeping this under the rug. Classified documents from Biden's time as vice president discovered at Penn Biden Center. When is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden? and perhaps even the White House? It's an interesting question. These documents were definitely not declassified. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. The new year gives us the opportunity to make resolutions. You may have goals focusing on your physical, mental, or financial health, but have you considered your legal health? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. You may have been putting off updating your estate plan or creating one altogether. We provide free consultations in order for you to finally check the box off your resolution list. Whether you want to discuss the difference between a will or a trust or the functions of a power of attorney, we'd love to talk to you. To schedule a free consultation today, visit a-h.law. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. 
We'll see considerable cloudiness for tonight. It'll be breezy with a couple of snow showers. Tonight's low, 23. Mostly cloudy tomorrow morning, followed by clouds giving way to some sunshine in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high, 29. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 18. Sunday, we'll wrap up the weekend with times of clouds and sun and a high of 39. Monday, clouds and sun, high 44. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we've been talking for a long time about Damar Hamlin, the kid who uh, just got out of the hospital a couple of days ago. Uh, and now, who knows, he may show up at the Bills game on Sunday. But we still don't know what caused his heart to stop last week during Monday Night Football. There's been lots of speculation. Dr. David Adlak is a cardiologist in Canton and the former president of the Ohio State Medical Association. He joins us now. Doctor, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's Utlak. U-T-L-A-K, Utlak. Oh, Utlak. I'm sorry. I should have checked that. I usually have uh, asked Mike to do that, but uh, I took a a stab. My name's (laughs) Steigerwald. I get Stiggerwald, and so I I know the feeling. Yeah, Um, I got you. So what what was your first reaction to the hit that uh, DeMar Hamlin took in Cincinnati? Well, the first thing I'd, I'd uh, preface uh, all my comments, I, I played actually played 10 years of football, including four in uh, Division three college, and started as a uh, cornerback for uh, four years in college. And um, so, you know, I've, uh, I'm a football fan, obviously, and uh, watched a lot of football. Uh, I didn't think the uh, hit was extraordinarily vicious or brutal or uh, uh, anything out of the ordinary. Um, I didn't uh, see anything that... Uh, I thought would cause a cardiac arrest. So, uh, when, you know, once, once he went down. Yeah, and uh, if if in fact that uh, that had been caused by a hit, to, well, I guess that we still haven't uh, we still haven't been told that it was not caused by the hit, or if it was. But if they say that it was, it would be the first time that it's happened, I believe, after millions of hits over the last hundred years in thousands and thousands of games. So are, are more experts accepting that possibility over the possibility that it was caused by the vaccine or something related to COVID-19? Well, to be quite honest, I can't tell you what, uh, what people are thinking. To, to I just don't know. Uh, it's very difficult to, to find out people's uh, opinions about this whole situation. That being said, I've seen a couple cases of commotio cordis uh, in my career. Uh, one was uh, a young person struck by a uh, hardball on a, on a pitch right in the center of the chest. Usually you get a very fast-moving object uh, like a helmet uh, or a, a, a baseball uh, that strikes right on the, the, the mid-sternum, hits the uh, heart area uh, in a certain part of the cardiac cycle and causes uh, a ventricular fibrillation in the heart to, to go out of rhythm and the patient to have a sudden cardiac death syndrome. I've seen uh, a couple cases uh, in my career where the patient were, uh, was resuscitated, brought to the hospital, and then survived. But uh, that hit that I saw, uh, being an experienced uh, player and, and also a fan of the game and a cardiologist, uh, did not appear to me to be conducive to commotio cordis. And I don't think that's been dismissed yet as having been the cause of it. Um, is there a, a good reason why the doctors would not know by now what caused this uh, this guy's cardiac arrest, or could commotio cordis have been eliminated by now? Well, I think it, it, anything's possible. I, I think, that, and that's, those are great questions. The, the, the problem is that I don't see a lot of open minds here in terms of the differential diagnoses of what could have caused uh, uh, his uh, sudden cardiac death syndrome. So the other things that can cause this would be uh, somebody who had um, anomalous coronary artery anatomy. In other words, the right or the left coronary arteries can arise from unusual places, and they take a path through the muscle uh, of the heart to where they can get constricted with uh, with uh, movement of the heart muscle or the myocardium. That's uh, that's very unusual. I've seen a couple cases of that in my career. Um, right ventricular outflow tract uh, uh, tachycardia is another unusual uh, 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 diagnosis when it comes to sudden cardiac death. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, I'm almost certain that the NFL screens for that. I'm, I'm virtually certain. I think I've even seen that published. Uh, 
a, a called coronary disease in somebody who's 24. It's, it's so extremely unusual as to, you know, pretty much be ruled out. Uh, myocarditis from any virus uh, could be associated with this. But, you know, once again, you know, we have to look at our environment and what we're living in right now. And, you know, we've got uh, COVID, which can cause myocarditis itself. Uh, and we've also got the vaccines, which have been proven to, to cause myocarditis. And I think you have to look at all those things and you have to think about those things and you have to mention those things because they're all possible. And, uh, you know, I see a conspiracy of silence with regard to talking about that possibility. And that's the thing that's most striking to me in this whole era over the last year or two. It's, uh, it's just incredible to me that people will not entertain the possibility that this could have been uh, caused by vaccine-induced myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle resulting in lethal arrhythmias or uh, dysrhythmias. So the, would, would it be the media's job to be asking these questions? And I, I've been saying here for the, the last week, I don't see the media even asking the question. I called a station up in Buffalo, which is where the kid, you know, he plays for the Bills. And I said, listen, I'm, I'm doing a radio show here, and I'm, I'm saying that the media aren't asking these questions enough. And I don't want to be uh, corrected on that or, or, or found out that I'm, that I'm, I'm wrong on that. Um, what do you, is anybody up there asking about, directly asking a question of anyone about the possibility that the, the vaccine may have caused this? And the guy actually said, well, we've had press conferences here, and uh, I haven't heard anybody ask that. Is that <laughs> it, 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 it makes no sense. It, it floors me. It's flabbergasting. I don't even know how to express my uh, – <laughs> I just don't even know how to express words at, that people aren't asking that question. It's, it's, beyond, it's, it's beyond me. But are doctors – that you talk to, not necessarily on the record or, or, or doctors who wouldn't maybe be willing to say it on this radio show as you are, the doctors that you talk to, uh, are they are they saying, wait a minute, why isn't this question being asked? Are you? The, I don't think you're going to be the only doctor. You're, you're coming to us from Ohio right now. They're, you're not the only doctor within 100 miles of Cincinnati who's asking this question since it happened. Some of them are, but it seems to me that a lot of them aren't. And uh, that's, uh, it, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain that. I, I don't know <laughs> how to explain it. We're talking to Dr. David Utlack, and he's a cardiologist in Canton and former president of the Ohio State Medical Association. So he's a guy who's been around a little bit and a former football player. But um, if they're not asking this question, is uh, it's one thing for... Uh, an idiot like me doing a radio show to ask the question, but what reason would a doctor have for not being at least curious about it? If not in an official capacity, just say, hey, what are you hearing about this guy? I saw the video, and it doesn't look like uh, the hit was hard enough to cause it. What are they saying up there? Is there not any of that in the quote-unquote medical community? Is it going around at all? It's it's, uh, very quiet. What do you attribute that to? I don't know, John, I, I don't know what to attribute it to. Uh, um, I don't know if physicians are uh, intimidated by uh, the intellectual milieu that we have around us right now, which is uh, just a very quiet, uh, accepting uh, opinion or attitude uh, about the the safety of the vaccine, for example. I mean, I don't hear a lot of questions coming from a lot of my colleagues about the safety of the vaccine either. But here's the thing. You played football, and you are a cardiologist, and you've explained here that you saw the hit, and then right away you just you didn't think it was a, a hit that could have caused his heart to stop. And it's one that, thing... That is, that is correct. That is correct. I, I did not think that when, when it happened. I yeah. still don't think that. Yeah. And I've seen replays. And I, had a, I played a long interview with Dr. Peter McCullough, who I'm sure you're familiar with. I don't know what your opinion is of him, but he said the same thing. He said, instantly when I saw it, I, did that, I, I ruled out the hit causing the, the, the heart the, I want to call it a heart attack, but I guess it was cardiac arrest or doesn't qualify as a heart attack. But, um, Correct. 
But yeah, I, I've 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 seen Dr. McCullough, and I've seen his comments, and and I have a lot of respect for him and his uh, his courage uh, in this whole uh, situation uh, from the start of this COVID uh, uh, epidemic. But here's the thing: it's one thing for for doctors or or for me to not ask the question. And it's for one thing for doctors to, to remain silent because they just don't want to get involved in the debate about the vaccine. But since that event happened last mo- a week ago Monday, I've seen, I haven't seen a ton of them, but they're out there. And they've been on national TV. I've seen it in the Washington Post. Maybe it was New York Times, one of the biggies, where th- th- there have been columns where people say, well, that's it. There's your clincher. That's the sign that football is dangerous and nobody should play it and you shouldn't allow your kids to play football. Because they're running with the fact that this guy has his heart issue because of the hit in the game. So why wouldn't doctors be wanting to say, wait a minute, don't be blaming this on football. Football had nothing to do with it. It's- well, I think, you, I think you make an excellent point there, and I, I would uh, absolutely agree with that, with that sentiment, your sentiment. Why, the- why, would, why would we not be asking that question? I don't know Are the answer the- to it, but i but it is obvious to me that it, it, the silence is deafening mm-hmm. with regard to the news media uh, at, at all levels, even br- even bringing up the possibility of a differential diagnosis in the causes of this unfortunate incident that occurred. And I, I, the, what you just said there, that phrase differential diagnosis, mm-hmm. I remember hearing that in the McCullough interview. He kept- I'm... I'm uh, you're you're really you're cutting in and out of me on a little bit. I'm having a little difficulty understanding you. Let me try that. Is it any better right now? Hello. Yeah. It, yeah it, yes, oh. I got you. Okay. No, I, you meant you said the differential diagnosis, and that was a term that I heard used a few times by McCullough, Peter, Doctor McCullough, in the interview that I heard, and that that's kind of what you do right from the start. You you don't just settle on one possible cause. You you, I guess you add and eliminate different causes as you go through, based on your expertise, what to look for. And that's not well, that happening is, here. That, that is exactly correct. When you confront uh, a, a patient's problem, uh, a lot of things go through your mind, obviously, and you, you, you try to narrow things down to what actually is occurring, what is the actual diagnosis. But in assessing a patient, you make a list of a differential diagnosis. It could be this. It could be that. It could be this. This is remote, but it's possible. This is highly likely, highly likely, but may not have occurred. And so you narrow down as you go along testing and and seeing what's happened, taking the history, finding out if the young man had the vaccine. I assume he did, as the NFL has been very. Yep. Uh, 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 yeah, he. he you can be here. pretty sure he had it, just based on their right. their their right rules. Yeah. So, so, so that has to be part of the differential diagnosis, but <laughs> it, it's not there. Yeah. And it, it's, it's the, as I said, the deafening is it's silent. It, it's, uh, it's crazy. I don't even know how to, to explain it, or I, I can't even exaggerate it. Uh, it's just uh, beyond me. Well, how long can this question go unasked and unanswered about this particular well, case? About this case, I don't know, because uh, I understand that uh, uh, doctors involved have uh, not said a word. Uh, the, uh, the, I think the league is uh, keeping uh, a kibosh on it. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. But I'm not hearing anything. And, and uh, you would think that uh, this long after the, the, the situation occurred, uh, we would be getting more information. Now, you know, we have HIPAA laws, and, and we have to uh, abide by those. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, in such a public situation as this, and by the way, this does reach into the public health domain uh, because of the, the, the whole situation with vaccination and COVID, and it, this is a public health issue. And it happened and on so, Monday Night Football, Doctor. So right. millions of people saw it, and millions of people who have kids who played football. Or, ki- or kids who play football themselves. You're a junior in high school playing football, and you see a, a guy drop over, and everybody says, oh, that's because he got hit in the wrong spot. No, I know. I understand. <laughs> it, yes. it, 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 uh, it makes no sense. Um, so uh, 
is when when this when this uh, happened in Cincinnati, the the response from the doctors after they diagnosed him and brought him to the hospital and they talked about the fact that he recovered and was doing well and all that. The two doctors who were attending to him, uh, one was Doctor Knight, I forget the other guy's name, but they they were they they talked about what they did and how he was doing and everything. But they've now said that they're not going to talk to the media anymore about him. Is that unusual, and is it a good idea? Uh, I have mixed emotions about that. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, protecting patients' privacy and right. patients' rights uh, is important. Uh, I mean, we do have that uh, ethical standard in our profession. Um, where where privacy versus public knowledge uh, uh come out in this battle, if you will, between them is uh, something that's uh, difficult. It's a, it's a difficult situation uh, because you have uh, those varying types of, of, what's the word I'm trying to say? I um, can't get it. Uh, various, various types of uh, emotions involved. And, and, you know, you want to protect patients' privacy, and yet mm-hmm. we have a pu- possible public health problem, uh, which it may be, you know, COVID is a public health problem. Uh, the vaccine is a public health issue as, as people are being uh, cajoled into getting this, this experimental vaccine, which of course is an mRNA vaccine and not a routine vaccine like we've had in the past with polio, et cetera, et cetera, attenuated viruses. So, and we have technology now that uh, is experimental. There haven't been in my knowledge to my knowledge long-term experiments on mrna vaccines in terms of years to figure out what kind of potential side effects uh can be uh expected or uh, can occur and uh i've read a lot about the mrna technology and uh how it works and what it does with the genetic system and the uh, uh, production of uh, spike proteins etc and uh, we're seeing, and I'm seeing a lot of uh, patients in my practice. I've seen three cases or four cases of Bell's palsy in the last year, and I've, I'm a cardiologist. And that's coincidental that I've seen cases yeah. of Bell's palsy. But I probably saw one or two cases over the past 10 years before the last year or so. Uh, that's an autoimmune disease, and it's something that's been known to, to occur with um, uh, vaccines in, in general. Uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome is another one. Uh, I know I have somebody, somebody very close to me who in 1995 had a flu vaccine and ended up with Guillain-Barre syndrome. That was clearly cause and effect. Uh, she did well, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a tough time, uh, for her. And, uh, you know, there, uh, the problem here also is in identifying some of these diseases, uh, and, the etiology or cause is the fact that it seems that diseases that we've seen and we we've known about for a long time are occurring just at a more frequent uh, level, mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot of these diseases are autoimmune disease, uh, and, and that's your body attacking itself. And uh, I'm. I'm afraid that this mRNA vaccine uh, can be contributing to this kind of a problem. Now, I don't know that for certain. I think we need to do many, many more studies on it and long-term studies before we can come to the uh, understanding of the safety and efficacy or efficiency of, uh, uh, of the mRNA vaccines. So let me finish uh, with Dr. David Utlack. Uh, I have about less than a minute. Uh, just a real question. I hope it's a fair question. Would you advise a six, uh, well, put it this way. Would you advise a high school kid to get a booster right now playing football uh, based on that, uh, not, uh, not just for any reason? I would advise anybody to get a booster right now. Um, you know, the, the booster shots may actually uh, exacerbate some of the <laughs> Uh, and this is this is just comes from my research into the into the vaccine mm-hmm. and what I've read uh, about people warning about uh, boosters uh, exacerbating the underlying uh, uh, effects of the uh, original vaccines. So I the answer is no. I would not advise anybody, especially a young person and especially a young male, uh, to do that. 
Wow. Well, I'm out of time. Dr. David Utlack, thanks for having the guts to come out and say it. And uh, I think you cleared up a lot of things for a lot of people. I appreciate it. Well, no problem. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate the time. Okay, we'll be right back. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So if you know anybody working in the media, in the sports media in town, uh, run this, uh, what you heard in this recent uh, interview I just did, run what you heard on that by them and see if they can, you know, get themselves to ask when they're doing stories on this, and I, I, I try as hard as I can to not watch local news, but um, if they're doing stories on DeMar Hamlin's progress, and I'm assuming they are, uh, if, if anybody is asking about the cause, if anybody has changed what uh, the cause appears to be, if they're still talking about Commodio Cordis and you know the hit causing the heart, uh, the, not the heart attack, I'm sorry, I keep. I've gotten in trouble on Twitter. People yelled at me for calling it a heart attack, uh, but it's it's uh, cardiac arrest. But we had a doctor. He's a cardiologist, a top cardiologist, who just said if he had a son or he was advising anybody, a young male, teenage male, do not get a booster. That's what he said. He's a big time cardiologist. Take that for what it's worth. It ain't coming from me, that's for sure. That's why I have smarter people than I am come on the show. I'll talk to you Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.